Welcome to Living Wisely, Living Well, timeless wisdom to enrich every day with Asha Nayaswamy, one of the spiritual directors of Ananda Palo Alto and a founding member of Ananda Worldwide. If you enjoy this content and are inspired by the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda and his disciple Swami Kriyananda, find Asha on YouTube, Facebook, all podcast directories, and her website, ashajoy.org. Living Wisely, Living Well, January 15. Practice living with greater awareness. Let your energy flow out to others from your heart, first to those whom you know, and then by degrees to the whole world. Let your impact on others always be beneficial. Swamiji is talking about multiple things here. And one of them is basically to not sleep through our own incarnation. It's really quite amazing how much of the time, and I won't be really talking to the people, I won't say you, because I think the people who are watching this are at least trying not to sleep through their incarnations, but there is this inclination just to pass the time. People just sort of think about life as just getting by, not suffering too much, but not necessarily approaching life as a dynamic opportunity to become more than we already are. I remember I was urging upon an elder friend of mine um, who was not a, a relative, so who was not someone who was associated with my spiritual path, but nonetheless, you know, somebody that I knew and loved, and I was suggesting a certain course of action. And he looked at me like, why on earth would I want to do that? And I said, you know, I answered his his unspoken question, but I could see it in his eyes and I felt it deserved an answer. I said, because you would want to do that so that you can continue to grow. And I was, I was very impressed by the complete honesty of his spontaneous response. I don't want to grow, he said. And he had been through a very difficult decade in his, his um, declining years, literally. And he said, I just want to basically make it through to the end without too much awful happening to me. And I actually, I stepped back and I said, well, of course, that would be a perfectly normal thing to think. And a lot of times people actually from a very young age just want to find a niche and then just hang on to that niche and just go through it. Sometimes the karma allows you to do that. Sometimes you get to just have your life work the way you expected it to work. It may not be brilliant, but nor is it terrible. And you just make it through. But Swamiji says that we should practice living with greater awareness. And this is an acceptance that, that life has a purpose. And that purpose is to advance from delusion to enlightenment. And every incarnation is really just like a very long stay in the gym. You know, I live in California. I live in an area where people are very dynamic about the the way they go about things. And Californians as a group, you know, really like to be healthy. And Americans worship youth and slimness and all of these other things, much of which is extremely good. It can be exaggerated, but it can also be very good. I myself, by the grace of God, discovered that I like to swim So as a consequence, I actually do exercise regularly because I like to swim. But being older and being a poster child for osteosporosis because of my heritage and my uh, physiology, um, 
which those of you who are only listening to this can't see it, but I'm a small white woman of European heritage. And uh, my bones, you know, especially as I grow older, because I'm in my 70s now, look like it wouldn't take much to snap them. So I wanted to get strong. So I went to the gym for a while. And, uh, I, I, you know, I pushed and pulled on heavy things. Just, you know, just pushed and pulled and pushed and pulled and lifted and carried and kicked. And I, I was, I mean, you would think that after all these years of spiritual practice, I would have more patience with it. But it was, it was almost terminally boring to me. It's just like, I know you can't die of boredom. It's not possible to die of boredom, especially in the middle of a gym. But there was something about the whole experience that was really not mine. So I, I came back to swimming, and I, I mean, I stayed with swimming, and I've considered that'll be enough. However, it was enough for me to get the drift. You know, I got the drift of what you're doing in there. You go in, there's all these different ways that you challenge yourself. You challenge your kneecaps, you challenge your ankles, you challenge your wrists, you challenge your neck muscles. And there's all these different machines by which you can do it in the freestanding and the this one and the that one. And you get some expert to show you how to do it all. And the whole point of it is every day you try a little harder to do something a little more that you couldn't do before. I mean, nobody would go to the gym and just put 10 pounds on there if they could lift 10 pounds easily and then push it 50 times and think they'd actually done what they came to do. Why would you spend all that money and all that time just to repeat what you already know? However, many people actually think about their lives is finding the place that they already know and just repeating it. And I have to say, just as I found it terminally boring to keep adding a little weight and pushing on it, many people are, are not inspired by the idea of, of adding a little weight to their life and then learning to carry it. Now, of course, we're all different because my great fear in life, my great fear, not merely my inclination, my terrible fear is that I would never grow, that I would never find something that would continually add more weight and give me the opportunity to strengthen my inner self. I was a bright, I was a school smart kid. And school smart kids, it's a, it's a bit of a challenge sometimes, especially if they're not, they don't, as I didn't. I didn't take up a, a musical instrument or a sport. I was just intelligent. And so all I ever did was go to school. And school was not hard for me. But everybody else seemed to think the fact that I was good in school was an actual accomplishment. But it was actually, I mean, to, to put it clearly, it actually made me kind of crazy because people thought this was an actual accomplishment, but it wasn't an accomplishment for me. It was the 10 pounds that I could already push. And even, you know, I, I did go all the way to the first year of university at a prestigious university. I never went beyond the first year, kind of hoping that at some point something would be offered to me that I could actually see as, as growth-producing rather than merely repeating what I already knew. It turned out I was just simply in the wrong field because what I wanted was wisdom and what I was, what I was learning, what I was receiving was knowledge. I could memorize knowledge and offer it back, but what I really wanted was wisdom. So when he met Swami Kriyananda, who had wisdom, he also had knowledge, just interestingly, highly educated, very refined in all of those ways too, 
but what, what drew me to him was wisdom. And then the nature of wisdom is really quite different than the nature of knowledge. Now, of course, scientific advancements, medical advancements, everything in the world is changing so fast, you can always keep learning, you can always keep acquiring knowledge. But for me, wisdom has an entirely different quality because what I began to understand, and Swami uses the words practice living with greater awareness, I wasn't able to articulate what my angst really was until I was in my early 20s, had met Swami Kriyananda, and was beginning to really understand the path of self-realization. I just knew, I mean, it was paradoxical, even though I was perfectly happy, I had a wonderful upbringing, I can't complain about anything, I was not depressive, I was not suicidal or anything like that, but I was also just standing on the side waiting for something to happen. And so I couldn't, and also I knew that something was terribly wrong. I was too cheerful to be, ups, to be uh, outwardly depressed about it, but it was a source of, of great anxiety to me. And only after I, I learned self-realization did I understand the source of it. And the actual word I would use, I came to use, was confinement. I felt, I felt confined. And I couldn't figure out why I felt confined. But when I began to understand the difference between the divine spirit and the ego, when I learned the difference between identifying with limited reality and realizing and experiencing our infinite self, then I began to understand what had troubled me all along. No matter how much knowledge I could acquire, and I felt perfectly confident that I could follow any knowledge-based road and, and succeed at it and be a person of knowledge in whatever field I might choose. You know, I had an aptitude more for some than others, but I didn't doubt that I could succeed. I just could feel that no matter how much knowledge I acquired, how much success I attained through that means, I would always feel confined. And again, I, the articulation of it came later, but the, I, I put words to the feeling I had that I wouldn't really have gained anything and I wouldn't really have grown. And what I really wanted to do was grow. And so I find out about the path of self-realization where the actual potential is infinite and where every fiber of my being, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, is engaged in a project which is exactly what Swami says here, teaching me how to live with greater awareness, teaching me, I mean, the, the opportunity that the path of self-realization gives me is to experience a greater and greater level of reality. And he calls it greater awareness, an awareness of a greater reality, that there is an infinite reality behind this creation, the purpose of our being here is to attune ourselves ever more perfectly to the vibration of that greater reality until our very sense of self shifts from the body, the ego, all the little things that define us, so that we literally know ourselves as infinite. 
Jesus put it, I wasn't raised Christian, I was raised Jewish, but Jesus said, Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father in heaven are perfect. He also said, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Perfection, purity, like what are they all talking about? They're all talking about whether or not we allow the 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 superficial, transient, material um, uh, material reality in which we find ourselves, it, whether that becomes our self-definition or whether our self-definition is the unchanging, eternal, divine self behind it. That's where the path of self-realization, and that's self with a capital S, And it's all a matter of greater and greater awareness. Who am I? What am I? Where does my happiness come from? What actually causes suffering? And, you know, early on, on the path of self-realization, and early on, I'm talking cycles of incarnations here, we think, I'll just get the world organized. My, My suffering comes because something has happened from the outside, so I'm going to get my world organized. I'm going to have enough power, I'm going to have enough money, I'm going to have enough influence. We work our way up to this slowly. First, it just dawns on us that we might suffer less if we had more control, and then we start the process of trying to gain more control. But as we progress, we begin to realize control over external circumstances is is harder to obtain than we think at first. I mean, you can manage quite a lot, but things happen. You know, just things happen. Right now it's 2020, and we're all living under the shadow of this thing we can't even see. You know, this this 100-pound weight has suddenly been put on our lives, and we're all, it's being asked of us that we learn how to lift it. And terminally boring it is not, but the ten- tendency to rebel against it is also there. You know, so Swamiji is talking, you know, practice living with greater awareness. And then he says, you know, let your energy flow out from your heart to those you love and then to the whole world. In other words, gain mastery over our inner flow of energy. Because what happens to us is we realize we can't control the world outside, that the real battle, and this is the next stage of realization, on our way to complete self-realization is that the real battle is not to control circumstances. The real battle is to control my inner consciousness in relation to those circumstances. So when Swami says live with greater awareness, he's also saying live with greater awareness of our own potential to be attuned to the divine reality around us to open ourselves to that flow and be a channel for that. That's the blessed are the pure in heart, who have removed from our hearts, you know, all of the conflicting, limiting self-definitions, which are not, in fact, even true, and have lifted ourselves into into the awareness of our, our, our capacity to be an instrument of the divine, and to share that with all. That's what Swami's suggesting to us. So he says, Practice living with greater awareness. Let your energy flow out to others from your heart. 
first to those whom you know, and then by degrees to the whole world. Let your impact on others always be beneficial. God bless you, my friends. Our work is made possible by inspired listeners, so if you feel to support ASHA, you can make a one-time donation, or for unique members-only content, subscribe through Patreon. Blessings and thank you.